Is your job an expression of worship for you? If not, what can you do to change it? And today, that is what we're talking about. Just doing my job on this episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 156 of the show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. Today is Monday, July 26th, 2021. And yes, we are talking about just doing my job. Doing a job does not justify compromises in integrity, character, or values. Henry David Thoreau once said, quote, a man had better starve at once than lose his innocence in the process of getting his bread. Close quote. Just doing a job cannot justify doing something unethical, immoral, or dishonest. The guards in the German concentration camps, after becoming friends with the prisoners, would often justify walking them to the gas chambers with, quote, I'm just doing my job. Unfortunately, I still see people who are selling cars they know are defective, products they can't deliver, food they know is rotten, Florida resort land that is nothing but swamp, dental work that isn't really needed, financial figures that are not quite accurate, and business opportunities that don't really work. What is it that you can justify doing just because it's part of your job? Just because you have the ability to do something well is not enough reason to continue doing it. If it violates your values and common sense. We are in a culture that separates work from the rest of our life. Even American Christians seem to live by the premise that being Christian affects what we do on Sundays, but the rest of the week, well, that's just our work. This is an artificial dichotomy. Our work is our life and a clearer expression of who we are than what we do on any given Sunday. Quote, the measure of a man is not what he does on Sunday, but rather who he is Monday through Saturday. Close quote. In the Hebrew language, there is a word, avodah, from which we both get our words work and worship. To them, there was no distinction. What a person was doing on Thursday morning was just as much an expression of worship or lack thereof as being in the synagogue on the Sabbath. Quote, Work is love made visible, and if you cannot work with love but only distaste, it is better that you should leave your work and sit at the gate of the temple and take alms of those who work with joy. For if you bake bread with indifference, you bake a bitter bread, that feels but half man's hunger. And if you grudge the crushing of the grapes, your grudge distills a poison in the wine. Khalil Gibran from the Prophet. If your work doesn't express your values, you're setting yourself up for deceit in other areas of your life and for the invasion of ulcers, migraines, and cancer as evidence of a life of a less than authentic life. In the movie Cool Hand Luke, a guard says, I'm just doing my job, you gotta appreciate that. And Paul Newman responds, nah, calling it your job doesn't make it right, boss. 
I agree. And from the Bible, we read, Don't work for food that perishes, but for the good that lasts for eternal life. From John chapter 6, verse 27. And lastly, the two questions that we began the show with today. Is your job an expression of worship for you? And if not, what can you do to change it? Well, like you, I don't know if my job is actually an expression of worship. Bear with me while I adjusted the microphone there. I would very much like for that to be that way. And one day, I sure hope that I'm able to live a life and talk about the fact that my work is my love and my passion is my life and so on and so forth. But I'm not right there right now. And where I am is dealing with the invasion of ulcers for perhaps the line that stuck out to me the most as I read this was if your work doesn't express your values you're setting yourself up for deceit in other areas of your life and for the invasion of ulcers migraines and cancer is evidence of a less than authentic life now this is not what I intended to read and discuss this morning all right, I actually was listening to some podcasts last night that I don't normally listen to. And I listened to a variety of podcasts uh, this weekend. I listened to the Ask Noah show. I listened to 48 Days. I listened to... Side Hustle Nation, and I listened to a Farmstead Meatsmith, and a Farmstead Meatsmith is a very interesting podcast. I was lucky enough to meet Brandon Sheard, and he came to our property because our friends from Royal Fair Farm were preparing to do their first home butchering and they did it with Andy and Doug from Hand Hewn Farm and Andy and Doug I don't think had ever butchered and processed a cow before so I believe they walked through the process with Brandon himself and since Jeff and Sherry were not in a position at their new home to hold the event and we had recently finished construction of the barn and the cabin uh, we were able to host it for them and that was that was fantastic and that was a great introduction to Brandon Sheard of Farmstead Meatsmith and I will link to his show in the notes below. If you're listening to this today 
on the 26th. I might not have the notes updated as quickly as I normally do because this was unplanned, as many of these are. But the difference in today's episode versus all of the other unplanned episodes is that in listening to the Farmstead Meatsmith yesterday, Brandon does each episode with his wife, Lauren, I believe her name is, and the two of them are very intelligent, very well-spoken, and I believe that they lead a life that does not compromise their integrity, their character, or their values. Dare I say, they engage in a lifestyle where their work is love made visible. Brandon and Lauren are I don't even want to go there. They they spoke about something yesterday. There was a quote that they shared from a book, I believe it was something about the Trap family and how they had moved over here from Austria and were talking about the various traditions and culture that they had from the old country, many of which, or much of which was lost in the First World War. But luckily, folks like the Traps had decided to write down many of the the old-time ways in which they used to live. And many of these old-time ways are things that I am drawn to, things that I've never done. first thing that comes to mind is the Weston A. Price Foundation and the book Nourishing Traditions, written by Sally Fallon, which was first introduced to me probably 15 years ago when I lived in North Carolina shortly after it was published. And that's when I began my own journey with fermented foods, slow food, and just Uh, the introduction of a different life path, for lack of a better term. At that point in life, my job was just a job. I was barely making any money at all. I, I didn't even have health benefits through my job, but I was just working to make ends meet and truly living a life that... I enjoyed that gave me pleasure that 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 made it seem like I had something worth living for and it was shortly thereafter when I began to dip my toes in the waters of the corporate world when I began to understand or, or develop this idea of 
work being separated from the rest of my life, or maybe a better way to put it was work consuming my life because there were so many opportunity or so many times where I took the opportunity to do extra work, extra work in the off times, extra work on the weekends, extra work to get ahead because it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Now, I was never compensated for any of this work, but the work began to consume my life and it's no wonder that living a life of work that consumed my life, work that didn't express my values and it's no it's no wonder that that appears to have set myself up for deceit in other areas of my life and while I didn't have ulcers, migraines or cancer at that time, I most certainly did have other health issues and subsequently by the end of my seven or so years of that particular career path, I ended up in the neurological intensive care unit in Denver after a backpacking trip because I couldn't or wouldn't engage the amount of self-control that was needed to effectively manage the seizures that I deal with on a regular basis. And I suppose that's part of the disappointment in today, in this morning's episode, in not having the podcast prepared that I wanted to because I wanted to reference this particular quote that Brandon and Lauren read from this book that they referenced in uh, the second most recent podcast of theirs where they were talking about natural law part one but what's important to understand is that we can't live a life that is based on the standards of someone else and based on the results of other people if we do we are most certainly setting ourselves up for failure that's what I did with so many things in my own life and I'm now at a point where I can live my own life, be confident in my own life, because at the end of the day, it is my own life, just like your life is yours. And the only the only thing that's going to prevent us from being proud of the lives that we lead is ourselves. So during this day, during this week, Walk proudly with your shoulders back and your head high and understand that by listening to this podcast, you are engaging in a life of all-around growth. And if you are not entirely satisfied with where you are at today, it is all part of the process, I promise. 
And like a man that I used to work with many years ago used to tell me, the sun will always rise in the east tomorrow. Or I guess depending on the context in which you would say the sun will still rise in the east tomorrow. And that is if we had a bad day today. So hopefully what we talked about today provides some insight and tools to the life and homestead of our dreams. And if you like what you hear on the show, there's a couple things you can do. There's some links in the show notes to rate and review the podcast. If you are an Apple or iTunes listener, you'll see a link in all caps in the show notes to do that. If you are not, and you use another platform to listen to your podcast, that is fine. Just take a moment to rate on your podcast player of choice. Or if you're not feeling up to that, just share it with a friend, a family member, or on social media. Anything is helpful to get the word out there. Also, if you want to participate with other listeners of the podcast, check out t.me slash allaroundgrowth. We are on Telegram. There's a small community of us there. You can search for the groups or search within Telegram. Just search for All Around Group Growth. You'll find the community there. And if you don't really want to participate with the community, but you are interested in getting updates from the show and links to when episodes are dropped, you can just subscribe to the channel there. No interaction with people, just show updates. Simple, easy, effective. And last but not least, if you want to support the show via Patreon, there are links in the show notes as well to do so. Patreon.com slash allaroundgrowth. A little donation on your part helps keep free content coming from ours. And with that, that's it for today's episode. I sincerely appreciate you listening. I hope to catch you in future episodes. I appreciate your time. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.